So today we're going to talk about broadband. What does it mean for your business? How does your business connect to the outside world? What's fiber broadband? What's super fast? What's ultra fast? And how it's going to affect you and your business in the next 10, 20, 30 years. Welcome to Profit 3 TV and today we're joined by Aaron Skinner from the B4B Group. Aaron, welcome and uh, it'd be great if you could tell us a little bit about yourself, please. Yeah. Thanks for having me, Kieran. Um, I, I work for B4B Group, a uh, business development team, um, and my job really is to work on our networks division, um, just rolling out our broadband network as far, uh, as wide across Northern Ireland as we can. So B4B Group, what, what exactly uh, do you guys do? What's the services? So within the group there's, there's three companies currently. There's B4B Telecoms, mm -hmm. where we do traditional telephone systems, um, VoIP telephone systems, oh. mobiles, Wi-Fi access points, all the stuff that you would go to for business telecoms. Oh, so uh, B4B Networks, where I work, where we're actually building our own network rather than just reselling off somebody else's and we're extending that out across Northern Ireland. And then B4B Technology, where we do hardware so it would be um, headsets for phone systems, we would do a lot of stuff, UPS systems, we would do that for a lot of call centres, things like that, and um, digital screens, anything hardware related, oh. technology. Excellent. <laughs> yeah. So, and this was the digital screens, for example, these would be in, inside the building, so in the office itself, yeah. not outside? Yeah, yeah. So it's stuff like that. Um, we work a lot with like, Samsung um, to do, to do screen, screenage. Incredible. So I'm going to learn all about telecoms and fibre and yes, internet that's and the everything. Hope, yeah. Yeah, brilliant. <laughs> so cool. So obviously it's a small business um, and a technology business. Internet mm -hmm. is in, it's, it's our life. Brilliant. It's, yeah. Oh, amazing. Fourth utility. Yeah, oh, <laughs> this is it. And it's it's probably, well, nothing will replace, I suppose the telephone is part of it, but the internet is so, so, mm -hmm. so important to us. So uh, I'm going to actually uh, grill you today yeah. on everything and hopefully uh, everyone watching will pick up some uh, insight and tips and advice around the internet that they should have. Mm -hmm. um, so telecommunications obviously is a big topic, so yeah. what is telecommunications? So technically mm -hmm. tele is French for long and communication is long, it's communications, so it's long range communications in a real wow. dictionary definition um, and what it really is, is use Facebook uh, use Outlook for emails, whatever, uh, and they're tools, but they need the cable effectively or the, the, the connection to the outside world to work, and that's what we do. So it can be a cable, it can be a microwave link, it can be a 4G signal, but we basically connect your business to the outside world, and it's it's the conduit you use to communicate with in really broad, broad, broad terms. Um, as much as possible, what we're trying to do is bring a full fiber connection into your office and then all of your communication goes out through there. So you talk about phones and mm -hmm. um, even your, your mobile phone, yeah. you know, it can, it can connect up over, over, over Wi-Fi. Um, it's about bringing that big pipe in and all of your communication goes out through there. Very good. So across the UK and Northern Ireland, Ireland and I guess around the world, what would be the standard that most people would have today? So we don't have fibre, we have... Yeah, it, it, what we have here is there's, there's some fibre. It varies massively. Um, UK is fairly far behind on the rollout of what's called full fibre broadband, um, but we're quite high up on what's known as super fast broadband. Wow. So there's a lot of very yeah. uh, ambiguous terms used and, in marketing and for, for, for telecoms. I yeah. don't confess here, I, I get very confused with yes, all yeah. the terms. I, I, you know, if you ask me to compare what's broadband and fibre and super fast, 
I've no idea. Yeah. All sounds good. Yeah. But, so maybe you can so, yeah, take us through it. It's a big part of what I do is trying to explain the difference because telecom sales guys are a dime a dozen, and some of them are very good, and some of them are very um, tactical sharks. Would <laughs> be you know <laughs> greasy hair type boys. Um, and what I try to do is just break it down and really explain what it means and uh, uh, compare apples to apples. Mm -hmm. So. Um, you have your stand, basic broadband is connecting the outside world mm -hmm. and it all comes back to an exchange somewhere. Um, it's how it connects from the exchange to your property, whether it be your home or your business, that makes a big difference. Um, so if you, the old school, the next step up from the dial-up broadband, mm -hmm. um, you had a copper cable coming the whole way from the exchange to your property. Mm -hmm. And the longer the copper cable, the slower your broadband speed was. So distance from the exchange was the, the limiting factor and how good your broadband was. Um, the next step up from that um, was what's called infinity or fiber in the cabinet or it's known in the industry as fiber or marketing as fiber broadband. Right. It's really fiber to the cabinet is how we would describe it in the industry. And you see it outside, this you see generally connections on the BT network. You have a green cabinet somewhere in your street. There's a fiber optic cable. So fiber is infinite almost capacity um, in terms of, 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 of bandwidth and how much data it can carry. Um, and it comes to the cabinet and from the cabinet back to your property is the, the copper phone line, the old school one you would have had from the 1950s. And again, the copper is a limiting factor. So the shorter that copper phone line, the better your broadband is. The, the higher the bandwidth, the lower the latency, um, the faster, the more megabits per second, basically. Um, and that's great rules out for, for urban areas um, and if you can get close to the cabinet you can get 80 meg broadband anything above 30 is what's classed as super fast so we talk about super fast broadband mm. that's what you want to be at um, the limiting factor is when you're in a non-built up area mm. so you can put a cabinet in an area and very short runs of copper to lots of properties mm -hmm. it makes sense mm -hmm. go to rural areas it doesn't or if you go out to areas with, so Belfast City Centre has some really poor black spots um, around the side of City Hall, down Royal Avenue, we're doing projects there at the minute. Mm -hmm. It's very, very poor. Some areas, if it's below a certain speed, it's not classed as broadband. Whoa. And parts of Belfast City Centre, they're not broadband. Incredible. And how, how can that happen in the city? Um, because of the way the phone lines run. So the cabinet might be outside your front door, but the phone line goes out around the back and up right here, so you end up with a really long phone line, and it becomes incredibly expensive in the city centre to reroute phone lines. Of course. So, of course. so the next step beyond that, and it's where we really want to be, and it's where the likes of South Korea, it's where um, Finland, a lot of Scandinavian countries have, have leapfrogged ahead because they've bypassed the fibre the cabinet stage and gone straight to what's called full fibre broadband. And that basically, as I said, the fibre cable comes directly into your business. And that's what we're doing. It's not rocket science. If BT were doing it from scratch, they would do it the same way, but they have this big old asset to utilize. Um, so we're bringing, the, the fiber of the cable comes the whole way in. So it, it's, it's almost, I can't quite say infinite, but upgrading it, um, you, you'll have 20, 30, 40 years of future-proofed connections. So the, the stuff we're building now um, is capable of 10,000 megabits per second bandwidth. Um, or 10 gigabits. Incredible. So um, business. Yeah, exactly. So the idea is that it's no longer a conversation of what can I get? It's 
I need. And whenever you need, you'll have more capacity for more. You'll always, always have more. So it becomes like water. It becomes like electricity. You don't think what's there. It's, I want this. Um, and that's the big, big change. And it's just about changing that connection out. Uh, and we're trying to roll that out as far and wide as we can across Northern Ireland. Mm. Um, uh, up till now, in Northern Ireland, there's really only been BT and Virgin's networks. Um, so if you buy broadband from us, say, in an area where we don't have our own network, or you buy it from Plusnet or TalkTalk or Rainbow or Clarity or any of the telecoms companies, you're basically buying, they're, they're going to the wholesaler of BT and Virgin and selling you access to their network they're reselling. Uh, and what we're trying to do is actually build out our own. So if you go to England, there's seven or eight what's called alt-nets or alternative providers who are building network. Uh, and we're trying to replicate that in Northern Ireland. So we have a load of projects all across Northern Ireland, mainly in business parks and industrial estates, but now we're doing street projects as well. Um, or you know, Belfast City Centre with two projects on the go. We're looking at stuff in Armagh. Um, and just trying to bring that full fibre broadband to bit clusters of businesses all around Northern Ireland. Incredible. So I feel sorry for people that don't have broadband. Exactly, yes. Yeah. And then even myself and obviously what we do, and we do a lot of work in video and mm -hmm. content and uh, obviously web development. And actually the, the speed of the internet is critical for mm -hmm. the productivity of our team in the office. And I could just imagine for businesses now, we're all trying to get online. Yeah. The, the future's online and um, even consumers actually. Mm -hmm. We want our consumers, exactly. our customers mm -hmm. to be able to buy quickly online. So um, incredible what's mm -hmm. happening. So the next step then for most businesses is to go from, hopefully, to go from broadband to fibre. Yes, full fibre. Um, so the, bit, the, the big crucial bit for a lot of business, particularly like yourselves, mm -hmm. is actually the upload speed. So when we talk about... Um, and you look at marketing stuff for, for broadband, mm. it's only ever the download bit that you hear about. So yeah. it's it's 30 meg download speed, it's 80 meg download speed, megabits per second download speed. Um, whereas the upload speed is a lot less than that because the internet's built on the idea, because it was back then, of you bringing content down. So you go to a website, you download a document, mm. you go to or a video or whatever, um, but actually the nature of how we use the internet has changed. So you're pushing stuff up as much as you're taking it down whether you're using OneDrive for all of your storage, if you're sending a video to Facebook, if you're video conferencing with Skype or any sort of Logitech type equipment, um, you're putting stuff up and that's as critical as bringing stuff down. Sending off a tender document for things like that where it's critical to get it up there quickly. So we work with a lot of companies who, you know, graphic type businesses where they're actually having to take their stuff home. So doing their day's work and then going home at three o'clock to send an email to get it off their client and then come back in again. So when we build broadband networks, it's symmetrical. So whatever your download speed is, your upload speed is the same. So our network starts at 100 megabits per second, which is, um, to put it in perspective, if the BT box was right outside your front door, best possible copper line, it would be 80 meg down and 20 meg up. So we start at 100 down and 100 up. And if you want it higher, it's a phone call. Um, our guy in the voucher own Belfast, where office is, so our, our network's controlled from, we recalibrate your router remotely and it goes up to 200, 300, 1000, whatever you need, but they're always symmetrical. Um, and that's going to be the big game changer. Um, the other part of it as well is uh, it's a lower latency. So if you think your broadband connection is being like a motorway, so on each side of the motorway, you have one side your download speed and you have each piece of, each piece of data as a car. So if you're setting a big file, you want to send as many pieces of data as you possibly can at the same time. 
So that's the number of lanes in the motorway. So you have 30 megabits per second, you have 30 lanes. 80 megabits per second, 100 megs, whatever, the number of lanes, number of cars traveling at any one time, whereas your latency is the speed that each car goes at. So for big files, you want the lots of lanes. But if you're running small transactions, so if you're on a, a VoIP telephone call or a mm -hmm. Skype conference call, or if you're doing a credit card transaction or something like that, it's a wee piece of data going up and down, mm -hmm. it's that latency that you notice the real difference on. Loading a website, mm -hmm. oh, no, that's, that's the key. Um, and with full fiber, the, the latency actually drops, which increases the speed, you know, it's the time. Mm -hmm. um, so that's the big, big difference for business. So um, the next New York Stock Exchange, when they relocated to Belfast, they had to build a, a full fiber connection in directly to New York because a millisecond makes a huge difference for, for and, and there's a big push with, with fintech across Northern Ireland and full fiber connectivity is vital to that, to be able to have those real time millisecond communications back and forward throughout the day. It's going to change business actually this when it comes out. Yeah, big step. Um, the savings people can make, so we will go into areas um, with very poor broadband um, and all of a sudden when they go to full fibre and it's like wow we can access like things like zero for accounting software, you know, um, using Dropbox, using OneDrive, all of that, it just opens up and creates an awful lot of savings for a business. Being able, even being able to use a VoIP telephone system saves a fortune on calls. You know, um, it, it's a game changer. Obviously, I would say that, but <laughs> but it is really a, a game. And there's a reason the government are putting so much money into it is because they see that's a game changer, and that while we're okay as a country now for broadband speed. The future is such a big gap for us to jump to a full fibre. So, I mean, one of the projects we're, we're rolling out now, we're, we're using government funding to build this new network. Um, and it's a government voucher scheme from uh, DCMS over in, in England, in Westminster. Um, and they're funding the projects. So we're going into areas and saying, look, if we get enough businesses here who, who are coming together, we'll build the whole network free of charge. It doesn't cost you a penny as a business user. Um, and all the funding, we do all the you know, supplier-led grants. Um, we get that funding um, to build it. And then you're basically paying a lower monthly fee for your broadband, but for a vastly, vastly improved service. Um, so they see the advantage of doing that. And you know, getting money from the government isn't easy. <laughs> so they, they, they see the advantage um, for business. Amazing. And the, the productivity, I, I, I'm with you there, I, I know in our own business, uh, the productivity difference would be incredible. I, I can see it transforming economies and we're, we're in the middle of a digital revolution and everything's going online. I just can't imagine yeah. what it would be like if everyone's got fibre. We're all thinking of uh, 5G when it comes in, it's mm -hmm. going to be incredible. But, uh, well actually, the, the, again one of the reasons the government are putting so much money into this is 5G relies on full fibre connectivity. Um, so basically 5G is, is faster, bigger bandwidth th than 4G, but it's a lower, smaller range. So you need more mass, or don't like the term mass, but transmitters. Um, so you need full fibre rolled out over a wider area because you can't, you need a full fibre record going to the mast. Um, so actually it's a big part of the reason why the government's putting money into that, um, is to help the rollout of 5G. Um, because they see, again, it's going to be great, but it needs that infrastructure behind it. And I guess one of the reasons that uh, I was so interested to talk to Aaron today and to understand about telecommunications and the fibre and the broadband uh, options coming is as a digital business um, and a technology business, I can actually understand what the future is going to be like. And it sounds like the future is going to be incredible, the opportunities for online businesses. And if your business isn't online, 
uh, the opportunities for your competitors then uh, is going to be incredible so when 5g comes uh, i know for video content that we're going to be able to watch videos so fast on our mobiles and imagine on our on our uh, desktops as well if they still exist mm -hmm. um and uh, just just understanding what the future is is going to be uh, in, incredible and every another thing we see as well in, in the digital uh, space is that Everyone now is a creator. You mentioned yeah. it yourself. Every single person is uploading video content. And um, you think of the influencers, the micro influencers. Mm -hmm. So we do a lot of content marketing and social media marketing. And we see everyone is an influencer now. Everyone's got an opinion. Mm -hmm. People are uploading the videos they're, um, to Facebook and everywhere else. Yeah. Even Google Maps. And uh, we'd be very big into Google Maps here. Um, Google Maps, now you can add a video review, so a 30 second video review of every, exactly, of every business. So you can imagine someone yeah. in the last three or four years, and I think Google Maps has over 1.5 billion people using it every single month, so it's massive. Um, I'm on. But, uh, <laughs> so no, I, don't, yeah. I think, gosh, I'm already uh, bragging right now, so I think uh -huh. I've added over 10,000 photos of businesses around Northern Ireland, Seems and that has good. had over 80 million views. Wow. So far, so that's how I'm, I'm, I can actually see yeah. how big Google Maps here is in Northern Ireland yeah. for us. But back in the day, you used to go to a business and you'd take a few photos of a restaurant or something, and you'd mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. you'd post your photos. But now people are going in and actually, well, me especially, yeah, yeah. going in and doing your thirty second review commentary on the food, and it's actually a yeah. video and you're uploading it. But I can imagine, you know, again, photos will yeah. uh, photos will be nice to see, but videos, yeah. videos, video, right. and what you're doing and, and installing. Um, if companies aren't uh, investing or it's not in their agenda to invest, then yeah. they're going to miss out. Sounds incredible. And for mm -hmm. us, like even it's funny again, we're actually um, changing our broadband and mm -hmm. increasing our uh, capacity mm -hmm. now and going on to a dedicated line. Yes. So actually, yeah. uh, again, to improve our upload, it's mm -hmm. actually not mm -hmm. a download, it's the upload uh, speed is where we're, we're suffering is, is yeah. the videos. So again, you can see it. very selfish even, bringing you in. Yeah, oh, yeah no, I mean, but even what we're what we're we're finding. Um, so we're the dedicated lines. So that's a you know, another type of basically whenever we're not on what's called on net. So where we have our network, we can offer people um, those sort of connection speeds for, for very low monthly costs because it's, it's off our network. We control it. Um, but for off net ones where we're bringing in a lease line, so we're bringing in a direct fiber connection just to your premises, and um, the costs are. Are quite high and um, the monthly costs mm -hmm. but what we're finding is we're sort of leapfrogging and people are what used to be coming in and getting 100 meg lease line 100 megabits per second and um, they're just bypassing it and going straight to the full gig a full thousand meg per second uh, in both directions because they kind of see what the, as the costs have decreased over time um, and they go well actually i want to have more than i need because i can see that what I thought was really fast five years ago, because you could be three five-year contracts on these. What I thought was really fast three five years ago is now just about okay. So actually, if I think I need two hundred meg, I'm going to go for a thousand meg because I can see the way things are changing. I'm going to be wanting more and more and more and more, and you can never have enough. So I want that to be a pipe that I will never come near the capacity of because I can't let my business. Strangle, but not having access to it. Of course, incredible. You're getting me uh, very excited here. Yes, yeah, sure. It's amazing. I'll get you a price for our gig. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I will. I'll have it before the end of the video. Yeah. But, uh, and, and just again, just thinking, um, you know, for businesses, it's the future, the opportunities are incredible mm -hmm. here. If we jump on the, the opportunity, yeah. you know, what this is going to give and do for us, our, our business alone. So, 
Uh, I have my broadband at the moment. Mm -hmm. uh, so is it very tough to upgrade or what's the process? So if you're, again, coming to the idea of on net or off net. Mm -hmm. So if you're off net, uh, going for a lease line, which is what you're doing, the managed circuit, dedicated circuit, um, it's 90 days, basically. Um, and that's, um, so one of the regulators in broadband is, is Ofcom, and it's one of the things they're fighting with the, the big boys, the OpenReach, BT OpenReach, about is lowering that, that timeline. Um, but it is still 90 days now. So if you place an order with me today, you're talking three months before it goes live. Um, for on-net stuff, so the likes of your BT Infinity type connections, or if you're on-net with us, um, if you're, our network's already coming past you, it's a week or two, you know. Um, and we would build our network in a way that we can almost remotely turn people on as they need it. So we would do a business power, say for instance, we, we were doing here, and um, we would have every unit capable and ready to go. It's a case of somebody phoning up and going, can I get your broadband? Yes, no problem. And we turn it on. And we, we plug a router in, and that's you good to go. Um, but again, it's a, we're trying to build the network in a way that we can do that, um, and we can expand out. So we work alongside business park owners, and a lot of uh, pretty much every enterprise agency across Northern Ireland now, where they have the parks, our centres, and we're trying to put full fibre into all of those. And the idea is that when a new tenant moves in, they can get broadband connected from day dot rather than waiting a couple of weeks to get something live. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's instance, and again, I know yeah. ourselves here, we moved in and within probably 15 minutes we, yeah. Were, yeah. we were live. Turned it was, it was basically, that was the time for someone to come upstairs. And exactly, yeah, and that's, that's the way you try to build it. And again, it's, it's not rocket science. VT were doing it from scratch, they would do that, but they have this old asset they have to use. Um, and we're trying to build it in a way that we don't have any of those issues going forward. So even again, our network is specced to 10 gigabits per second, which I don't think there's a single 10 gig connection in Northern Ireland to any one business. Um, but we know that in 10, 15, 20 years time, that's probably going to be the norm. You know, when you think about how fast that is. But then if I'd said to you 10 years ago, I'm going to give you a 10 meg broadband connection, you'd have gone, Never need that, yeah. <laughs> you know. Would, um, would have yeah, yeah. I mean, at that point, the, the idea of video online was 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 shiny new. You know, it was downloading songs from Napster. Well, not from Napster, but you know. <laughs> yeah, but that was the you know that was the the thing. Yeah. Um, whereas now it's you know, you're downloading four K videos in in minutes. Yeah. Incredible. Mm -hmm. So we've talked a lot about obviously, I guess, landlines and um, going to computers. Uh, obviously, we all live and breed on our mobile devices, mm -hmm. so. And uh, be amazing to get your thoughts on that. So obviously we're all four G at the moment, and mm -hmm. um, we mentioned five G. So five G yeah. is coming. Yes, it's going to transform uh, what we do. I mm -hmm. guess as you say, mobile. Uh, like I remember three G. Yes, yeah, I'm probably mapping all this other mm -hmm. stuff before. But uh, uh, as you say, like if someone said of your video, you'd you'd be cursing them because yeah. like, you've just killed my uh, data allowance. Mm -hmm. But today, obviously, uh, video now we we watch. Uh, mm -hmm. So much video. I think YouTube was saying that. Uh, so it has 1.5 billion. Again, another Google of five. Yeah. 1.5 billion. Uh, Everything number-wise with Google is scary. Yeah. Like it's just. Yeah. But they were saying, I'm sure I read a stat that um, of those users, uh, they the them as logged in monthly users, and they watch one hour of content a day on a mobile device. <laughs> so it's just incredible. So let's all hope they're not on 4G when they're doing that. Oh. Yeah, I mean, and that's, well, my, my son's one. My son's three. Do you know, and um, within, it's probably quite bad, but you know, within a few months of him being born, he was able to figure out on his iPad, on an iPad how to use, you know, we have a 
child that can, that can really, really old iPad with this case that's about this size, you know, so he can bounce it, um, but he can work that and in the car, do you know, he'd be streaming away and he knows how to flick from, well, he knows what's on Amazon Prime, he knows which shows he likes on Netflix, he knows which shows are on YouTube, and it's just his way of life. Um, and my niece, who's, who's 12, is grown up with that. She's lived that her whole life, you know, that that's her nature. Um, so she, and you know, the, there's no, for that age, there's no difference between in the house and out of the house. They just want a seamless, and that's the, the beauty of 4G and what we 5G, is that it used to be, I mean, I remember a year or two ago, you know, downloading stuff. I remember, you know, downloading stuff onto your phone or onto your tablet to watch out of the house. Um, and that's just got to be gone now. Unless you live in some parts of rural Northern Ireland. But um, again, that's transforming and changing. And it will be a seamless, you will just be connected. No matter where you are, no matter what you're doing. Um, where you are in the world, you will have a constant connection to the internet. And that's where we get back to the idea of telecoms, is just creating that connection and allowing you to do whatever you need to do, whether it be upload video, download video, communicate voice uh, video chats, um, email, everything, no matter where you are, with a seamless, and the idea, what we're trying to create, is that you always have more than what you'll need. So it'll never become, your connection will never be the limiting factor in what you're doing. It's amazing when you think of this. So there's no escape. There's going to be no, no, no escape. But <laughs> well, that's that's what that's what that's an interesting social thing is coming out of it. Is um, there's a, a thing coming out where, where where some companies are actually as part of their company policy is that um, if you use a work device or for, like for myself from my idea, I have a, a dual SIM mobile. So one SIM is my work work number and one SIM is my personal one, um, and that automatically turn off at six pm or five pm. And it's part of the company, HR-driven idea is stop doing stuff all the time. You know, switch off, whether it be your work stuff or ID switching off your personal stuff. Um, you know, it's two hours before you go to sleep at night. You're supposed to have no blue screen time. I don't think I've ever done that in my life. <laughs> but that's where we're going to have to get to. And it's the social aspects of that are going to be quite interesting. So we'll have to cover that in another video. Yes, a, yeah, a, yeah, yeah. As you say, no, the, the, the health is, is, is actually hard to switch off because... Yeah. Sometimes you, you, you but it's like anything. We, we get something new, and we we gorge on it, and then we over time we develop the idea. Of, right, okay, you know, we need to learn how to how to deal with this in a way that's healthy. Mm -hmm. um, and you see that now with actually, could you mention it's social media? Mm -hmm. Social media for years was like people were loving it, and actually in the last year there's been a little bit of a turn off in social media. Mm -hmm. People are maybe again with all the privacy scandals and everything else, people are actually being a wee bit yeah. turned off. So we've got plenty of coaching to do. Yeah, I have, a, I, have a, I have a quite a few friends who have just completely gone away from one or the other. You know, I, I don't want to bad, 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 bad mouth one, it's not yeah. anyone particular, but they've gone actually, do you know what, that that, that platform just is having a negative aspect on them. So I just completely disconnected from it. Um, and I, it's not for me, <laughs> I, I, I do it, but I know a lot of people, it's interesting how that happens. Incredible. So we've talked about now and the present, and we've talked a little bit about the future. But mm -hmm. what, so, what else is happening in the future? So we're going super fast. It just yeah. everyone. So the next, the next thing, super fast is. Uh, get it, check the stats. Roughly about ninety percent um, coverage, um, slightly higher, eighty odd percent. Um, but the next step is ultra fast, um, and ultra fast is a hundred megabits per second or above or 300 megabits per second and above depending it's not a fine term yet but it's going to be in that sort of idea of it has to be full fiber to be ultra fast 
um, and the step beyond that is gigabit, which is a thousand megabits per second. Um, and the idea of the ultra-fast definition is that's kind of where we think bits are going to need to be in the next couple of years. But the idea of gigabit, there's, a, there's an argument that we've just, just smashed through ultra-fast. Don't worry about it. There's no point getting someone to ultra-fast level. Because um, it goes back to the idea, you know, if, if you don't have good broadband now, it's because there's not a commercial reason to bring you good broadband now. So if you fight and fight and fight to get up to ultra-fast levels, which is where a lot of people are still struggling to get to, and this is a really annoying thing, if you live in one of those areas and you're struggling to you know, turn on live there and everybody's talking about full fibre, gigabit broadband, you're like for, or if you live in an area with, with poor phone signal generally and we're talking about 5G and like lads can just sort out the, I can't make a phone call in my, in my back garden yet. Um, so the idea is instead of trying to fight to get to what the current level is, and then everybody moves to the next level and you're still behind because it's still the same commercial argument. It's about smashing through that and going straight past super fast, straight past ultra fast, go to gigabit, and then you'll never have to worry because you'll always have more than you need. Um, so that's the big change in some seemingly uh, in sort of government thinking and, and, and funding. Um, now there's a, the conference supply data and all of that sort of carry on. That money was tied to ultra fast um, rather than super fast broadband. It's specified into it. Um, and the current Westminster funding is for gigabit broadband. So there seems to be a bit of a change in idea from government that actually, rather than just trying to get the ones who are left behind to our level, mm -hmm. it's taken beyond. Let's fund them once, fund them once, get it done, and then we can move on, um, rather than having to continually go back and patchwork, upgrade, upgrade, upgrade. So that seems to be a big, big change that we've seen, um, and it's a really welcome change. Um, it's going to put us up like the likes of Sweden and South Korea and um, where they have the, the best broadband in the world and that's, that was their approach years ago was to bypass everything else and just go straight to the very best. Incredible. And do you think technologies like the introduction of this uh, new technology is it becoming faster? Are we, are mm. we moving faster than we did before or yeah. does, just, does just everything seem to be getting faster? Everything seems. Uh, I heard in a, in a very interesting stat this is a number of years ago uh, it's, it's changed a bit now but UK was quite advanced compared to the US on mobile phones. So uh, back in 2003, 2004, I was doing my gap year, and we half the team were American living over here. And we all had, at that point, it was like Nokia 3210s. Do you know, but they were very advanced yeah. phones compared to the Americans. And we were really shocked because we were like, well, this, this all comes from America. Do you know, that's the thing. Um, and we, as a culture, UK and Ireland, are very, very early adapters. So we don't need a technology to be there yet will take it on while it's developing and that helps the development whereas a lot of other cultures here so right we'll come back to me when you're done come back to me when it's ready um, so I think we're quite good at adapting that and changing things and um, I think we I think I said you know, my son and my, my niece will never have a it's not so much that they've learned this technology they've learned to learn technology so as new apps and new things come out that's just part of parcel of they'll change every couple of years the way we do things. I mean, we're struggling now in the business community with email being outdated and slowly moving to platforms like Slack or Teams or things like that. And um, that probably won't be an issue for the ones coming behind us because it won't be Slack, it won't be Teams, but we'll be changing every couple of years. And the idea of change is embedded in them. Um, so I could be completely wrong on that, but that's my my take on it would be that change becomes the norm rather than getting wedded to any one technology. 
yes, and mm. people our age, my age, you know, not you, know, yeah, yeah. my age don't like change too much. We like, uh, okay, we learn new things, but then we, we like it, give us eight or ten years before you do something else. Yeah. But it just, uh, that's, I guess, the mm. basis of the question. I think it's getting faster and faster. It's like, yeah. oh my word, we've only just had 4G, and 4G now is actually really good mm. in the last two or three years. And now we're talking 5G, it's like yeah. incredible. And the, the kids as digital natives, and we're talking about the kids still. Again, when I was growing up, it used to be the joke of uh, obviously we children would program the video recorder. Mm -hmm. Our parents would never know what what to do. Yes. But my God, the kids now five or six digital natives eat us alive uh, when it comes yeah. to technology and programming and everything else. So it's a different world. And as you're you're right, they they have they've got these devices in their hands, and that's what they know. Like uh, mm -hmm. what the future holds for them is uh, going to be amazing. But very yeah. jealous. Very jealous. My, my son teaches my mum. That's great. Like. How to use your iPad, you know. <laughs> Incredible. So we've talked, obviously, uh, bounced around quite a bit of technology. VoIP, can we talk about mm -hmm. VoIP? Yeah, for a few so um, it's not something I work on directly, just mm -hmm. but um, very simply, VoIP is rather than using traditional phone lines, your your phone call goes out over the internet. Mm -hmm. So a crazy creates a a pipe or a tube through your broadband connection that acts as a phone line. Um, so what it means is you have as many lines as you have phones. So it used to be, you know, you have a, you maybe have 15 phones in an office, but you have three or four phone lines. So you can have three or four concurrent calls. Um, with VoIP, as many handsets as you have, that's how many phone lines you have. So you can take, if you have 10 handsets, 10 calls. But it also then you have a lot of other features. In a nutshell, I said to people, it's like moving from a 3210 Nokia, to an iPhone, you have a million, you might not use all, it still makes phone calls mm -hmm. the same way, but you also have other stuff. So you have ideas that can get your voicemail sent to your email address, it pings across a WAV file, uh, you can have follow me conversation, you can set up call plans so that you never drop a call. So if somebody calls one for sales and all the sales guys, it bounces across to here and does all this. Uh, and you have a load of hunt groups, a load of really high end features that some people will use. Some people won't, um, but you have them all as standard because you've moved to a digital platform. And that's really bare bones of it. That's that. Incredible. So again, so and, and calling then internationally uh, yeah. compared to locally, is it's cheaper? Same. Yeah, so I mean, our, our stuff, we, we, we just general, generally bundle calls in together. So you don't pay for calls anymore. It's just part of your package. Um, it's the way your mobile would work. Now you don't, you don't really pay for calls. It's just a... Definitely. You know, now there are a few countries in the world that have very restrictive stuff, so you charge just to call them. But it's like you know, all the main ones you would call, it's all included. Um, and a big thing for us, whereas we've <laughs> we've done really well out of, um, we we adapted very very early mm -hmm. and built our own platform rather than just reselling somebody else's. So we can build features around clients um, for integration. So you have integrations into your CRM, um, into your calendars and the things like that. So you can you know. The idea of the, the click the link on your computer and it dies automatically and things like that um, and then you also have for us a big thing was, was cross-border we, we're kind of very agnostic we don't <laughs> see any borders um, um, so whether you're you have an office in Belfast an office in Dublin an office in Edinburgh an office in London it's all one phone system so you can transfer calls seamlessly not just to that office but to Connor in London, his extension is two two zero. Fire across. It's like you have one unified system. 
um, and that just allows you to do those sort of things. Uh, even things like you can unplug your desk phone and take it somewhere else, and it's your same extension. So you take it home, plug it into your home router, and it's your office number. Exactly. So you're calling out. Um, you're calling out from your office. If somebody in your office wants to transfer a call, they just transfer everything to your living room. Um, you have an app for your phone, so you can do all that as well. So you can call out from your mobile, but rather than giving out your mobile number to the person you're calling, it presents as if you're calling from your office number. It gives me loads of ideas. Yeah, yeah. Not good. You'll be working from home tomorrow. <laughs> uh, amazing. Yeah. And again, I know I keep talking about productivity, that's one of the biggest things. Mm -hmm. Okay, we've got a hurdle with the jump over and learn the technology mm -hmm. and bring it in, but actually the, the, the benefits to a business, like integrating your phone system into your CRM, for people who have a CRM, uh, contact management or customer yep, yeah. uh, relations management tool, um, for prospecting or for database management, incredible. Yeah. Uh, there's, a, there's a quote from Bill Gates, that might not be actually from him, it's one of those sort of things, yeah. um, was, uh, if you're interviewing two people for a job, and they're both competent, and one of them's lazy, and one of them's not, hire the lazy person, because he'll spend an hour trying to figure out how to do a 10 minute job quicker, and by the time he does it six times, he'll be saving you money. But this is it. Again, yeah. you, you don't want to work harder, you want to work smarter. Yeah. That's it. And that will take the pressure out of jobs and the mm -hmm. pressure of working, you know, long hours. It's how how can we be smarter and use the technology, use the, yeah. the faster yeah. internet to actually make our jobs easier yeah. instead of sitting bloody twenty and minutes to wait I, for a video yeah. to upload. And that's one of the, that's one of the big things we've kinda identified in our part of our process and probably really our sales process, but our, our getting people connected up is we're putting the time in, so as part of our fact we would do a training with whether it be on your new phone system, whether it be on how to manage your Wi-Fi system around the building, things like that. Um, and as I did, it takes a bit of time for your staff to learn it, but by us investing our time to teach us and you investing your staff time to learn, you're saving time for the next five years, you know, as you're using it and learning it properly. Because a number of times you go in, um, I have a friend who's the, um, work as a, a, fleet, a fleet car fleet manager and he said they uh, were getting people bringing back cars after two years three years you know what I'm saying so what did you think of the whatever feature it was oh no this car doesn't have it oh no it does because it never took the time to actually figure out all the wee features and all the wee things um, but you're paying for it you know it's about learning all the wee bits you can do utilizing it using it properly mm -hmm. um, and saving money saving time and the big thing is you know if you finish your job or a day earlier, it's more time for family, or it's it's time for personal development to do things to, to develop out and be better at your job. Totally agree. And you think of our, you mentioned iPhone, but any yeah. smartphone, uh, Android device or iPhone, like be realistic, like probably use five. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I'd yeah. be impressed if I even yeah. hit five percent of the features yeah. that, and then actually understand and know, even though I've went and done training on it, um, because I know that actually invest that will yeah. increase my productivity, but. And usually, if I usually have one person in the office who really gets it, and you just watch what they do. But absolutely, oh yeah, yeah, let me get that up. You know. um, <laughs> I'm with you there. I'm with you there. And then just one last thing to talk about uh, something of we're very um, obviously interested here in video production, but video chat and video conferencing mm -hmm. and video calls. Uh, obviously, I know we've voice, which is voice, but I'm just yes. thinking of video, and then AR even as well, we're going to yeah, have that yeah. oh, possibility yeah. in the future. Do you think that video calls will become standard then? Yes and no. So video calls have been around for a long time. Um, it depends on what you're doing, um, because sometimes people people lie on the phone. They don't generally lie as much face-to-face. -face. 
So there's certain conversations that will always be phone call based because for some reason when we're looking at somebody, you know, so uh, not that you want to lie, but you know what I mean. That, there's types of communication that work better. Some communication works better by text or WhatsApp. Some works better by phone call. Some works better by face to face. I think there's a, the, an opportunity for video to replace some of that face to face. And um, but one of the really interesting things I came across, which again I love the adaptation of technology. New technology isn't the idea, the the, the, the dream. It's what we do with it. So there's a thing called Live Office. Um, so this is a company uh, I'm working with. Um, and they have teams all across Europe. So they have an office in Belfast, and they have maybe three guys in Germany working on a project, and three guys in Belfast working on the same project. And you know somebody else in France, and you know like it. And the idea is you have a wall of your office that's just a video screen, and they have a wall of their office that's just a video screen. So you turn around, work on a project, typing away. Goes here, Jim, and you're looking at Jim, who's looking across at you, but Jim's in Germany, and you're in Belfast. And it's that idea of just breaking down walls of barriers. Um, and that to me, I think is quite interesting and fascinating, just the way that you, it's the same technology as video conferencing, but they just changed the nature of it rather than looking into a camera. You know, you're just looking across there. And that's quite fascinating to see where that goes. And you actually just have, you know, I don't know where it ends up, you know, is it, is it everybody sitting in their house and you're actually looking at your colleagues all around you? you know? It's incredible, yeah. absolutely. When you hear things like this, mm -hmm. it just makes you so excited. And again, it makes me think of, um, so we, we do a lot of um, voice work and mm -hmm. voice apps. We developed uh, Alexa skills as well. And um, what we've seen is that the devices have actually changed. Now they've got the video screen on them and they're trying to get these devices into every single room in the house. Yeah. And they're actually putting video function, video call function on them. Mm -hmm. So again, I'm just thinking- well, it, could be, yeah. it could be, yeah. It could be projector. You know, your wee Alexa projects onto the wall. And it's, a, it was one of the things I came across was a charity we was doing a bit of work with. And they would do a lot of, um, their aim is to try and get people who are dependent to become independent. So whether they be um, elderly or learning difficulties or whatever it is, trying to, allow them to live in their own house, do their own thing, uh, and they're developing stuff for Alexa. So you would have had, like my, my, my own grandparents would be having the the, the, call, the fall button, and you call for help. Um, but if you get in the middle of the night, they don't always have it, and things like that. So they programmed Alexa, just shout for help, and Alexa calls. And I was, I was thinking, again, it was one of those things where it's such a simple, simple thing, but somebody's just gone, right, how can we use this technology in a way to, to do something different about you. Alexa was never designed for that. Um, but it was just that wee idea of just programming it in and it goes straight to their call um, and allows them to have less monitoring of the person, the more independence that they have as a backup. Incredible. God, it's sitting mm. talk all day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, it's just, yeah. as you say, it's not It's not actually the technology. We talked about technology at the start, but actually it's what people do with it yeah. and the future. Is and that's our, sorry, this is a real tweed line, but it is true. That's our job as a telecoms company, mm -hmm. is to give you the capacity you need for communication, and then you can develop all sorts of really cool things off the back of that, um, to make your more make your business more effective. Excellent. Excellent. And again, if anyone watching this wanted more um, information, mm -hmm. help or advice, how would they reach you or your company? Best bet um, is, is I'll put my contact details up, you can share it. Um, just pick up the phone, happy to have a conversation with anybody. Um, I mean, I've got a, a guy there moving, moving property and he just wanted to check what the broadband's like there before he moves. You know, There's no obligation to come to me, do whatever, it's just I'll do a quick check. Anything like that, a bit of advice. We work as a company on the idea of consultative selling. 
So the idea is, it's not that I'm coming to sell you a product. It's about having a chat. What do you need? What do you need? Um, and there's, it only works if there's no obligation. So come, have a conversation. We'll give you some advice so you can actually know what you're looking for. And then you can go away and compare and come back in two years, if that's the case. Um, but we're happy to have those conversations. And the only way we get out what we do is by us having a conversation with you. If it doesn't work for you, you might tell somebody else and they'll come back to us for, for a sale. So. Amazing. No, very good. That's a good mm. way to run the business. And the, the company web address? Is? Uh, B4Bgroup.ie. Brilliant. Excellent. Uh, well, thank you very much uh, for watching today. And that was an amazing chat uh, with Aaron and learning all about telecoms today. So um, any questions or thoughts, do check out uh, the company and, and uh, talk to Aaron. And uh, thank you for your time today watching the video. Hope you liked it. Uh, as ever, please do subscribe or share this video and, and share it with some friends. And we'll see you in the next video uh, tomorrow. Thank you.